0: Welcome back to In the Outside with Vincent Ramirez, previously on part one of my interview with Tina Strong.
1: My dad was a preacher, and my mom was a teacher. My life was there at school, or it was at church. I was a happy kid. I was happy, and I thought everything in the world was great, and I really thought that everybody in the world was like me. Uh, Got married at an early age, and was still very much entrenched in the church and religion two friends that actually had so much to do with helping me begin to accept and embrace who I am as a queer woman. They gave me a book called Stranger at the Gate by Mel White.
0: And now part two of my interview with Tina Strong. Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, it's interesting you mentioned a, a book. I was Um, I don't know who I was talking with the other day, but, um, for me, it was a, like a human sexuality book. It was a a course I took in college. Um, Mm. and it talks about, you know, everything. And I just, it, it, it really opened my mind up to kind of allow me to take my own steps forward. How did you approach it at that point? Now that you're recognizing that this is who who you are.
1: It definitely happened in phases. And I like to joke that I was the last person to know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because, like I said, when I got divorced, I kind of set out intentionally to figure out what this was inside of me. Uh, that I was so curious about what is this thing that I have with women. What let me just figure this out and let me I'll I'll start dating women and see what that's all about. Mm-hmm. My intention though was simply to um explore it so that I could put it to rest, right? Okay. So I could have closure with it. Is what I thought. I thought, you know, at best or worst, I would just find that, okay, I'm attracted to women, and maybe I'm what they call bisexual, and okay, Okay. but um, I I definitely will say, I loved my husband. We were married for 11 years, Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of good that was a part of that marriage, Mm -hmm. and I I don't regret marrying him. Um, I was attracted to him, and and I loved him for many, many years. Um. And I, when we got divorced, and like I said, I set out to date women, that was definitely harder, easier said than done, because I it wasn't just like, I'm going to decide, and I'm going to wake up one morning and walk out, and women are going to ask me out on dates. Mm-hmm. That's not how it happened <laughs> at <Right>. all. <laughs> um, so what wound up happening is I started, uh, I actually started dating a, a guy after I got divorced, and okay. then interspersed in there, there were women. So, um, for me, and that's kind of why I say I was the last to know, because at the point where I had already been seeing women, I wasn't acknowledging to myself that this is really who I was. I was just saying, I'm just having a good time, just having fun. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I just, you know, this is, it, it just is very, very, it was very, very simple and, and I, didn't want to attach a title to it or a name or a label. Yeah. So I, I, like I said, I think my friends saw the writing on the wall and they saw what was coming. So I was, I think again, I was the last one to be able to say that, wow, this is more than just me wanting or liking women a little bit. Um, So it it was a journey for me. Definitely. I, I would say over the course of a couple of years before I finally stopped dating anyone and saying, let me, Really do some soul searching. Let me really ask myself some hard questions. I remember, I remember one time, and this, if this is too graphic, then <laughs> you're welcome to remove it.
2: Okay.
1: I remember um, having sex with my boyfriend at the time and finishing that and saying, wow, if I never see another <laughs> dick in my life, I will be just fine. <laughs> 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 I And then my next thought was, wow, I am a woman in her early 30s. That does not sound like a thought that a healthy hetero woman has, yeah, right? Yeah. That shook me up. That made me go, do I really mean that, number one? Do I right. really feel like I could, if I never see another dick, I'm going to be like, and I did. So that kind of started my, my process where I didn't date for a while after that. Um, seriously. I kind of just, wow. again, evaluated my relationships and I started to say, okay, who am I most, and you know, I, I'm sure everybody's journey is not as, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm being super analytical, not as analytical as mine, but mm. I definitely took time to say, okay, let me think about my relationships with men. What have right. they been like? What have my connections with men been like? What have my connections with women been like? What are my attractions? When I think about just truly who I want and what I and what I want out of a relationship and what I've been receiving out of relationships, what I'm able to give, what what brings out the best in me, when do I feel like I'm being truly myself? Um, all of those questions ultimately brought me to, I know I want to be with women.
0: Yeah. That's fascinating, yeah. Because I mean, you know, kind of having to, you know, kind of process. I think it, you mentioned at the time you were with uh, uh, with a guy, and having those thoughts and thinking, you know, you know, sometimes, I, you know, probably most mature adults recognize that sex can sometimes get, you know, complex and emotional and all these different things that you had to sure. kind of almost check yourself. Like, wait a minute, is this like, am I really feeling this? You know?
1: Yeah, I was tired of, <laughs> I was over it. I was oh. over it. Um and again, I know that's not everybody's story and journey. That definitely yeah. was was mine where I had this 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 moment where I just was like what am I doing and I what if I don't ever do this again? Will I will I miss sex with men? Mm-hmm. Is and is how big how important is that in my life? Yeah. How important is that in what I want from a relationship? Uh to come find out that it wasn't and I would be just fine without it for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, and so and um, I believe we you mentioned you were married now to uh, and to your to your current wife. How long have you two been married?
1: Yeah, so we got married. Dorian is my wife, and she and I got married in January of 2017. So it's been a little over a year. I guess we're at the year and a half mark, but we've been together for almost six years.
0: Oh wow! Okay, wow, six years together—that's amazing. Um, now, prior to uh, I guess. Uh, being involved with Dorian. Um, had you already come out to to family? I know you mentioned you had talked to some friends uh, kind of over the course of time. But um, uh, prior to your relationship with Dorian, was it uh, hey, family, I got some news to break to you type of thing? Or
1: Yeah, fortunately, I, I did come out to my family before Dorian came to the picture. And it was important to me. So it was kind of during that time when I was like, let me stop and evaluate who I am and what I truly want—what's going to allow me to live my life at my maximum capacity, my happiest? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that was when I when I got to the end of that journey. That pretty quickly, I told my my kids, and they were the first ones in my family that I told um, because that they were the most important people to me. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I had um, had some—I won't say relationships, but I had seen some women, had some experiences with women Mm -hmm. prior to this, and I just was very, I had two concerns. One, I didn't want my kids to hear anything about me and another woman from someone else. And two, I wanted to be able to come out to my kids with there not being another person attached to that. So I didn't want to introduce um, this concept to them, along with having them trying to get used to a woman in my life. So when I told them, I was very much single, very much on my own. Um, I actually, I was starting to see a, a woman at the time, but she wasn't, um, the relationship had not developed to a point where it was something to tell my kids about, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I told my kids. And I think probably within that first year, I would tell my father, okay. which was a difficult conversations. And, um, yeah, during that, that first year is when I would gradually start to come out in my personal and professional relationships.
0: Okay. So, so as that, as that progression happened and everything, so you, um, when you mentioned the professional side of things were I mean, were you already I mean I I guess you mentioned at that point were you already involved with Dorian or was it still at that kind of figuring things out phase or
1: oh no no Dorian didn't come to the picture until um, I guess a year or two later okay okay so but but professionally I you know I, I was I that's when I was at lifetime in Houston okay and I I had a, um, I was a regional manager and then I also was the local coordinator for one of the gyms in Houston. Mm-hmm. And so I had been there already for a couple of years. So um, I, I remember the first time that I said uh, that I share with anybody that I was dating a woman that was in more of a professional circle, right, someone that wasn't a, uh, a personal friend. It was during my uh, yoga teacher training, actually. I was in yoga teacher training, my 200-hour training. And one of the other students in the program with me, uh, this guy, we were driving somewhere, maybe to get something to eat. And I think I told him uh, about a date that I had with this woman, and I really mm-hmm. liked her. But I remember him; I was so nervous, like I had decided I wanted to start talking about The fact that I there there was a woman in my life at this time, and I wanted to talk about it, and I wanted to kind of put it out there, but I was so scared and so nervous, and I I just I didn't know how or when, but I knew I wanted to. So I will never forget that when I said to him, I you know I tried to make it come off casually. I don't know if that's how it actually came across, but I tried. Um, And when I mentioned to him about this date I had with this woman that I really liked, his reaction was a non-reaction. And that was really cool for me because it wasn't like the world didn't stop Mm -hmm. and the sky didn't fall and everything just kept moving. And there was like, he didn't skip a beat. It was like Mm -hmm. no big deal. So over the course of the next year, I would start to have little conversations like that. Mm -hmm. And each time I did, every time I would voice something about me liking a woman or being with a woman, I would feel that much stronger, that much more confident and just, you know, I'd, I'd feel brave and I'd have this relief that I would feel because it was me speaking my truth. Yeah, I could completely relate to
0: that. Um, it, it's so important to be able to feel like yourself, you know, not only at home, but in the place that you work. And I can only imagine that, you know, working, you know, I think in Houston, probably a little bit uh, more of a liberal uh, city, but um, other parts of Texas, you know, it, it, you would definitely be probably second guessing your decision to be out and open in in a workplace, you know, or, or for any other company for that matter, I should say. So um, I I can completely relate to you on that level. If you don't mind, I want to take it back a moment. You mentioned that uh, when you talked with your father, that was really difficult. You mentioned that you're kind of I think had broken away from their religion or that maybe he was doing something a little different.
1: Was he still a preacher at that point? No, he wasn't. So I have a very complicated and dysfunctional relationship with my father. Okay. Um, When my father hasn't actually preached, not been a preacher in many, many, many years. Mm -hmm. So the answer to your question is no, he was not a, a preacher still when I came out. However, he perhaps in many ways is more religious now than he ever has been. Mm-hmm. Um, he is quite an eccentric. Um, uh, he's just as far as you can go. Okay. Um, so with that said, at the time when I told him, uh, his response was you know, surprising to me in that it was, he will always love me. Um, but of course, he can't accept my lifestyle. Because it's sinful, and I definitely went into that conversation with him, knowing that that was what I knew that he was gonna not agree with with my coming out and that was very clear to me, but what I didn't expect is that he was so loving in that conversation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he just you know reiterated nothing I could ever do could make him not love me. And we would eventually have more conversations after that initial one, of course. And those conversations were along the lines of, well, you know, I'm never going to meet anyone, any woman that you're dating and I'll never come to your house. And, you know, so we started to draw lines and draw these boundaries very quickly. And well, I was, you know, okay, that's fine. Yeah. I accepted that. But he still wanted to have a relationship with me. So I was happy with that. Um, even to the point where, when Dorian entered my life a few years later, um he eventually would not only meet her and come to love her, he actually wanted to live with us on several occasions oh, he wow. he he um he was actually came and stayed with us for a couple of weeks at one point, and our home was so. You know, pleasant and happy and peaceful. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to leave. And he's even brought it up. He even brought it up, you know, a few years later that he, he wants to, he wanted to live with us. So uh, now, now, mind you, I was never open to that. <laughs> so that never happened.
0: You're like, I love you, Dad, but I don't want to live with you.
1: <laughs> exactly. So that was never an option for me. But I, you know, I, I just say all that to say yeah. he changed his perspective, um, never coming around to, you know, always stating that he felt like it was wrong and sinful and that he prayed for both of our repentance every day. (laughs) And yet he wanted to be around us so much. And, and he came to really care about Dorian, which I thought was best case scenario. Right. Right, It was awesome. And however, more recently that has changed completely. And, and what that's resulted in is, is my father has basically disowned me. He Mm. doesn't like to use that word. Because he feels like it's not accurate, but yeah. based on his behavior of he can no longer um, have me as a part of his life because he feels like I am continuing to live in sin, and he feels yeah. like he can't participate in that, therefore he I can't be in his life anymore. Um, that's a decision he made right after I turned 40. So.
0: That's tough. That's really tough. I'm, I'm, I'm sad to hear that, but it sounds like you're a very, a very patient person. So, you know, hopefully in time, um, you know, time will heal type of thing. So what was the, uh, relationship like with like maybe your other family? Like you mentioned, you have a sister and, um, uh, you know, uh, and the relationship with your kids and everything after and, 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 you know, what are those things like now?
1: So I don't have a, close relationship really with any of my family okay. other than um, I, I have four nephews and a niece so um, and my sister's kids mm-hmm. so um, that relationship with my nephews and my niece that that's a, a, in a good place of course mm-hmm. um, and but I don't have a relationship really with many extended family um, so what's been most important to me is my relationship with my kids um, yeah. my kids are 18. 19 and 22 okay. uh, my 19 year old will be 20 in, jan- in January oh, So wow.
0: they're young adults <laughs> yeah they're pretty
1: yeah exactly they're 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 grown mm-hmm. so again Dory and I have been together almost six years so mm. a significant part of their lives yeah and I will say that from when I came out to them when they were much younger um, you know they were so young at the time that I, I it, it, it was almost, and they, they could probably tell you different. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a whole lot of um, pushback, or I don't remember a whole lot of uh, difficulty or challenges um, for them. Um, concerning my sexuality, mm-hmm. I think I told them very matter-of-factly, and they just were like, okay, and that was the end of it for the most part. Yeah. Um, at the time, my oldest daughter was... Again, I had raised my kids very religiously, mm-hmm. um, but my oldest daughter definitely initially had some feelings of, well, doesn't the Bible say that's wrong? You know, and so we had to have those conversations. But I am, I have always been so, um, amazed and in awe about how loving and uh, just incredible my kids have been with me mm-hmm. and with, um, and with Dorian also. Um, there any issues that they've had with Dorian have just been because she's the parent, like, yeah. you know, the step parent. Right. Right. But I will definitely say that for the most part, um, no, in every way, yeah, they love Dorian and Dorian loves them. And I know you've got, um, you know, your, your partner has a couple of kids and uh, I, I know that you mentioned that you love them just like they were your own. Absolutely. Your, yeah is the same, is have a, um, a partner who is just full of love, that their love is complete for you and that includes your children. Uh, I think that's a gift that I'm so incredibly grateful for because she came into a, a difficult situation yeah. in that she started to date a, a, a woman who was a single mom of three kids. I think when she came to the picture, what they were 12, 14, and 16. Yeah, yeah, Those are asshole ages.
0: Stay tuned for part three of my interview with Tina Strawn, and don't forget to subscribe to In the Outside podcast and share it with all of your friends.
1: As a matter of fact, I I used to be your typical, I don't want to talk about religion or politics person Mm -hmm. because it's rude and I don't want to offend anybody. That definitely used to be me. Um, After seeing those two videos, I was... Changed forever. Um, something inside of me broke. Fast forward to November 2016 and Donald Trump was elected and I just felt like the world turned upside down. I, I went to the local women's march here in Atlanta and that was my first taste of, of activism I would say.